lose Ray. We must not. I can't be what she needs me to be. Heeded my words not, did you? Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery, but weakness, folly, failure also. Yes, failure most of all. The greatest teacher failure is. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Never Seen Star Wars. Well, before today, our guest Kristen had never seen Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi, but now she has. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Trevor Chong, and I'm so happy to be here on today. That is uh, Star Wars Podcast Day. Did you know that, Kristen? Today is Star Wars Podcast no. Day, or the time wow. of the release of this podcast is. Happy yeah. Star Wars Podcast Day, everyone. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of podcasts who have formed a rebel alliance of sort, and uh, we're coming together for Star Wars. Hashtag Star Wars Pod Day, I believe is what it is. So so if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Here's the show where we've been going through, where Kristen has never seen Star Wars, and we've been going through the Star Wars saga all together. We've got to our eighth movie, eighth movie and we've gotten to The Last Jedi. Now, before I get your initial reaction, Kristen, I want to welcome everybody to the show. Please remember, you can follow us on Instagram at NeverSeenSW. Let us know. Give us your feedback. Give us your questions. we got lots of questions for Kristen today, so that's great. So, Kristen, we've been dying to know. Episode 8, The Last Jedi. What did you think? Holy Toledo. I have not been able to stop talking about this this movie all day. Sitting in staff meeting, all about Star Wars. Talking to my husband, all about Star Wars. It's it's. I'm so ready and so excited to talk about it. I've never been so pumped to talk about a movie like this before. Okay. So, so you liked it is what I'm gathering. I really liked it. Okay. Okay. That's great. So that's, you know, you never know. You never know how, how you're going to react to these movies. And uh, I mean, I usually I can get a good guess, but you never know yeah. sometimes. So it's great to hear that. Now, Let's just kind of get into it. Big picture. Actually, is there a reason? Is there is there a, some one thing that stands out to you of why, maybe one of the things that stands out to you of why you're a big fan of this movie? There's, there's a, yeah, there's a ton of things. But what I, are the headlines? I what are the headlines? Okay. Uh, Storyline. I was constantly surprised. Okay. And I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. The humor, the subtle humor, so good the the special effects like that island mm-hmm. that is Act insane two. yeah following luke around as like just around the island with the different animals and it was just so beautifully done and the new characters i don't know i just it's such a well done movie great great wow so this movie let's just kind of go through it beat by beat a bit and we'll t- talk about the big things but 
this movie opens and it ends with a, with a big battle scene. But it opens with a big space battle scene where Poe Dameron is talking to Hux. He takes out these blasters. They bring in the bombers. And there's this whole scene where they take out a dreadnought. What did you think of this way to start off this movie with a big space action scene? It was a classic Star Wars opening. And so I, you know, it was kind of into, like I anticipated it. But there's just some new dynamics to it that I appreciated. We see a new character right in the beginning, and I don't know her name, but she sacrifices her life to blow mm-hmm. up. What did they, what did she blow up? What was that? The Dreadnought. The Dreadnought. The Dreadnought. Yeah. What a funny name. To blow up the Dreadnought. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was good. It, I actually enjoyed this battle scene i was sucked in so right. that says something yeah and that was that was Ro- we come to learn that that is rose's sister yes uh i believe her name is Paige. although i'm just saying that off the top of my head i don't have notes in front of me so don't i think it is quote me on that don't come for me star wars fans <laughs> if that's wrong but yeah i think this is i think how would you rank this as far as openings to a star wars movie mm. that might be hard to remember all the yeah. different openings but but uh was it, it a you know yeah, it's definitely hard to remember all of them. It feels classic. Like, it feels like, okay, we often start up in space on a ship in some kind of conflict, it feels like. And so I'd say it doesn't, it wouldn't necessarily stand out to me as the most amazing opening, but mm-hmm. so I don't know. I don't know where I'd rank it. All right, that's fine. That's fair. Okay, so we get through that opening and then we kind of split off. We have many, many different sort of uh, pairings and groupings going on here. So let's talk mm-hmm. which with what I think is the most interesting. You can tell me if I think, uh, if you think I'm wrong, but what I think is the most interesting uh, pairing and that is the Ray and Luke of it yes. all. The Ray and yes. Luke of it all. So Ray. We saw at the end of Force Awakens, she she runs into Luke or she finds Luke. She offers him the lightsaber and Luke tosses it over <laughs> his shoulder. What was your reaction to that? I really did not see that coming at all. Like I did not see Luke's character going this way. Like I thought he was genuinely going to be like, my time has come. Give me my save, my saber, saber, lightsaber. And I'm going to go and I'm going to like, end all all this conflict and I just thought it was it was funny like him tossing a lightsaber and then raised reaction but it really was not expected it's not yeah so it really caught me off guard right away and I was like okay yeah yeah and so Luke, he doesn't want to train Ray, and that's sort of the the thing that you talked about. It, it seems sort of mm-hmm. different from his character, or maybe unexpected from his character. Did you do you think that this was uh, a different Luke, or did you buy that mm-hmm. this is sort of how the life of Luke has changed? Yeah, I don't know. I was I was definitely. It took me a second to kind of catch up and realize, okay, something has gone on um, in the time that you know of his life that we haven't seen. We haven't seen what's happened and so it just made me really curious and that only kind of unfolds throughout the whole movie so the whole time you're trying to understand what has happened um but I don't know I just thought it was cool like I didn't know that there was like a Jedi training temple like I didn't know that all there's all these Jedi books and so I think that that whole storyline with Luke also shows us so much more about the Jedis and obviously he has that huge conflict about whether the Jedi should continue existing i don't know it was just there's so many layers to it so really didn't expect any of it to be honest <laughs> yeah and he does, so. he does in the end he does decide that he will 
train Rey and teach her yeah. why the Jedi should end. Um, she he has some lessons about how the Force doesn't belong to the Jedi. The Force is everywhere. That the Jedi are based around failure. Mm-hmm. Those things. Those are his lessons that we learn. Did you come to learn more about the Force through some of this, or come to learn more about yeah that sort of the history of the Jedi? Totally. It's the first movie out of all of them where I felt like I was actually given an understanding of what the Force is. Like even through all these podcasts, when I talk about the force, like I'm like, what is it? And I I don't talk very well about it. And I feel like I finally kind of understand. I thought it was really well, that scene where um, Ray is told to reach out, A, hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> B, I just thought it was like a, a beautiful scene and how and how they portrayed it was just so well done. And I haven't been like emotional in any of these Star Wars movies. But that one really got me. Like, it, it's just such a beautiful way of looking at, I don't know, life in general. And um, I loved how it was described. Like, you know, she sees like the bones of animals on the island and all this different stuff and how that is always in contrast to the light. I don't know. It was, there's just something poetic about this movie. It really got to me, <laughs> but it was really good. Right. Yeah. And, and there's a, a powerful light and a powerful <laughs> dark is how mm-hmm. Luke describes it and it, it is that powerful darkness that seems to make him afraid to yeah. train Rey he, he sees a sort of raw power in her not unlike Ben Solo or Kylo Ren and he's worried about that do you ever have any worry about <laughs> Rey and her power totally it was always kind of flip-flopping as she interacted with Ben um okay what is going to happen throughout this movie with her like I could never really get a full sense until the very end um when she faces off against um Ben and then they go their own way and so I was always kind of kept on my toes definitely like she gets uh sucked into the darkness in that first time when when she's sitting on the rock and she gets to see everything and she goes down that weird that weird seaweed hole by the, I don't know how to describe it mm-hmm. by the ocean and I was like oh she's a goner like she's given into the dark like I thought that was a mm-hmm. telltale sign we've lost her um but then she seems to be strong enough to kind of kind of flirt with the darkness but stay in the light mm-hmm. what do you think of that that interesting scene where she sort of yeah. there's like hundreds of her and she's yeah. She's sort of trying to explore and find herself. She's wondering mm-hmm. where her, who her parents are, those sort of things. What do you think of that scene? It's definitely one of those scenes that I could imagine people kind of coming back to and trying to interpret. Um, and that's something I actually saw throughout this whole movie where there's quite a few scenes that kind of like provoke a, a bit more interpretation or like emotion and understanding. So this was definitely one. And I, I can't say that I'm... I fully know what was going on in that scene. Um, but the fact that like at the end, at the end when she sees herself as her parents, it's kind of like, okay, like her, her biggest, my takeaway was like her biggest thing standing in her way was herself. Like, right. And so I guess if that's the point they're trying to get across, I'm going to pat myself on the back if I'm way off base. Then. <laughs> oh, well, but I think that's, that's a good yeah. interpretation for sure. Thank now you. there's also another little little re- there's a couple of little reunions on on Act Two and and mm-hmm. one of the ones I want to point out is the Luke and the R two D two 
reunion. Yeah. Did, you, did you appreciate that? He shows the message of Leia and those sort of things. It was very sweet. And again, a good like homage to the history that has happened through Star Wars. And this is the first time, maybe I'm wrong, but R2-D2 always kind of has a similar tone in his voice. This is the first time they soften it in response to Luke. Have you, do you notice that? I did not notice that, no. It's kind of like a more of a whimper than it is like his natural tone of beep. Okay. I'm not versed in robot speak, but I, that's something that actually stood out to me. And I was like, I don't know, it kind of, for me, made sense. Um, he's, being, uh, he's being empathetic towards Yeah, Luke. I mean, they love each other. What's better than that? That's so how thoughtful, sweet. How thoughtful of little R2. <laughs> it's so cute. And Ugh. the other big, this, this, maybe this is the biggest thing that happened on, on Act 2 here, which I got to ask you, I'm sure people are dying <laughs> to know, is we met the Porgs, the Porgs, oh, Kristen. My what did you think of the Porgs? Gosh, I'm obsessed with the Porgs. Forget any other cute, like, creature that's ever, like, what were the teddy bear ones? I, they're out of my mind. I don't care. I just want a bunch of Porgs. What made it even better was Chewie's, that scene where Chewie's roasting a porg and at first I was like where do you get a roast chicken from right. and then the little porgs faces this is like this just I don't know there's so many little things like this that put this movie over the edge like it was just so subtle the humor but so good and I loved it and then all the little scenes past there where Chewie makes friends with the porgs and I don't know I I'm obsessed I the absolutely Chewie love it and the porg relationship you're it's a big fan so of. good so good my note says in all caps those birds I just can't. <laughs> so All right. good. Well, let's transition away from the cute, fluffy. Uh, that's all I want to talk about. To the more dark, disturbed Kylo Ren here. Yeah. And we, we last left off, we knew that he wanted to finish his training with Snoke, Supreme mm-hmm. Leader Snoke. Snoke tells him to take his mask off and he, he destroys his masks. He spends most of the movie without his mask. That's interesting. Do yeah. you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, going into the movie, the first time you see him in his scene, he has his mask on, and I was kind of annoyed. Like, I said this last podcast, I was like, if you're going to be a bad guy, like, or a bad person, be original. Like, I was kind of, I thought that he was going to continue with this whole, like, Darth Vader wannabe act, and I was kind of disappointed in that. And so I was actually super excited. Like, I'm not in support of Snoke and all his evil doings, but when Snoke kind of was like, like if you know kind of pushed him outside of that shell it made his character so much more interesting um and so yeah i don't know i i was really glad to see that helmet gone so you're saying we should thank snoke well i wouldn't i wouldn't say that he's a good supreme leader (laughs) he's good at doing evil things and (laughs) so he was great at that moment but (laughs) All right, well, one of the big Kylo moments in this one that comes pretty early in the movie is he's flying in his ship, and we get to see that little bit of, I mean, he's the son of Han Solo, great pilot, mm-hmm. and the grandson of Anakin Skywalker, great pilot, mm-hmm. and the nephew of Luke Skywalker, great pilot. So we get to see him flying around, and then he has this chance here where his target is locked in on Leia, his mother, yeah. and he has his finger on the trigger. He does not end up pulling it. Did you think he was going to pull the trigger? No, actually. Like, as soon as the movie showed, like, that he hesitated, I was like, I don't think, I don't think that he could. I I don't know. So, am I surprised he didn't pull the trigger? No. Do you think he ever would pull the trigger? 
if given I mean, another opportunity. Uh, yeah, especially how the movie ends. Okay. Yeah. It ends with him pretty mad. <laughs> yeah, he's he is a. Uh... He's gone down a dark hole there, that one. Now, Leia does in, indeed end up getting blasted into space, regardless of Kylo's choice. Crazy. Did you think that Leia was a goner there in that movie at that point? No. Oh. To be honest, I, or sorry, yes. <laughs> okay. I thought she was a goner. Yes. Um, I, I thought it was going to be a really beautiful send-off. Like, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, here she is in space, like her body's kind of like crystallized in the space. Like mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of the moment where she would float off and I don't know, it would just be a beautiful moment to say goodbye to a loved, a loved character. I was super surprised because um, we don't really know. Like that's the first time we see a character kind of interacting with the element of space, if you know what I mean. So okay. I, I didn't even know that yeah. was kind of possible that she could mm-hmm. come back from that. So yeah. That was a surprise. <laughs> what, what did you but think of that? That we've never seen that. Never seen her. Someone be able to pull themselves like that through space. No. Um, we've never seen her yeah. actually use the force in that sort of way. Did you think yeah. that that was a cool thing? Do you think it was weird? What did you think? Mm, I thought it was cool. I. This movie, like as we talked about earlier, definitely tells you more about the force, but I also think we see it in more complex ways in this movie. And that's definitely a, like a, a good moment. Um, because through this movie, I kept thinking like people like Leia, like a person like Leia, I know that she has the force too. Like that is brought up in earlier um, movies, right? Like she sensed that Luke had always been her her brother, right? But we never get to see her use that and I was always kind of curious why she was never trained to as a Jedi um so I it's kind of like left as this ambiguous thing like she has the force but does she actually use it does she know how to like yeah I don't know so it was cool to see that that's an element of her character where we haven't really seen that before right so I don't know I thought it was I thought it was cool Yeah, and you talk about seeing the Force being used in new ways, and one of the unique Mm -hmm. ways we also see the Force is this Force connection of sorts between Rey and Kylo, where they are able to see each other, interact with each other through the Force. What did you think Mm -hmm. of those scenes there between Rey and Kylo Ren? I... um... I was like, if they fall in love, like that's every time they connected in the force, I was like, if they, if, if they fall in love, I'm out. Like I, okay. I can't, I yep. can't have anything to do with Star Wars anymore. I'm done. <laughs> Got dangerously close. I, yep. so I was, it was a cool dynamic. Um, it was even like, it brought up a lot of questions when I found out when Snoke's like, oh, I arranged that between you two and I was mm-hmm. like how dude like give us a little something like tell us how you did this <laughs> but I don't know so it was it was cool but you also see it between Luke and Leia do we this yeah so? well there's a moment um when Leia's like basically dead <laughs> and right Luke's off on his nice planet or mm-hmm. whatever and mm-hmm. and then it um he's like Leia they the reach out to each like, other in the forest. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. I think it. it's a little differently, yeah. slightly different. I don't think they see right. each other, but in, in the same way, they can connect through it. You're right. Right. That definitely does happen. Yeah. Um, you talked about oh. Kylo and Ray. You don't want them to fall in love with <sighs> each other. Do you think that is a possibility? 
so okay I was very guarded in that in that feeling because I was like I bet I bet that they're gonna be brother and sister okay so so I feel very guarded that mistake earlier on still haunts me mm -hmm. and so now I'm just like I don't trust my instincts but yeah. I do not think that's a possibility anymore okay okay no. do you think they could be like how things ended they, they, they're not they're not romantically in love but they love each other right I think I think that seeing each other in that way through the force and like for example they get to see each other's futures in those moments and I think you get pretty close to someone I think maybe they get to like understand each other in a way that no one else understands mm -hmm. them and Snoke kind of said I told you well to Ben I told you as you got more powerful in the darkness like your your counterpart in the light would raise up I thought that was really interesting and it kind of like gave a little bit more um, dynamicness to right. their relationship. Right. So totally love, maybe too strong of a word, okay. but connection, I don't know, for sure. Do you think that Ray was maybe smitten by a shirtless Kylo Ren? <laughs> okay, I have a comment on that scene. The way his pants sit on him, he looks yes. like a full-on human rectangle. Okay. It's insane. I didn't know the body could be that rectangle-ish. But yeah, it's probably a little a little smitten with his leather high-waisted <laughs> pants. Right, so. So, so they have this sort of connection though, where at first you can see in the first time they meet up, Ray is so mad at Kylo, obviously for killing Han yeah. Solo and for just being, you know, a bad guy basically, right? But then by the end of it, in the last sort of forced connection, they she's sort of sharing with him about the darkness that's going on. He's kind of saying how mm -hmm. Luke failed himself, and they have this mm -hmm. moment where they where they touch hands momentarily before Luke barges in. And yeah, did you did you just did you feel the connection growing between them? And you see, and uh, just with Luke being upset about it all, what what did you think yeah. of all of that? Is anything more to add? I those are like the moments where i was like okay like ray's gonna go to the dark i was like is ben manipulating her like mm -hmm. i kept having that thought um and then also it raised more questions of like why are, it, before i knew snoke was the one that instigated it why are they connecting mm -hmm. um and then like i don't know like that they're both so powerful so it just left a lot of possibilities. And so through the whole movie until you find out why that connection was there and their like relationships kind of established as like enemies, there's right. like all these possibilities I was kind of filtering through, through the movie. Right. And then Ray, eventually she wants to go, she goes to meet Kylo Ren and mm -hmm. they, they go to confront Snoke and Snoke sort of ragdolls Ray around. Yeah. Um, sort of, she really still stood no chance against Supreme Leader no. Snoke there. And he sets sets her up to be basically executed by yeah. Kylo Ren. And Kylo Ren does indeed pull an execution, but it is against that of Supreme Leader Snoke. So yes. Supreme Leader Snoke, we meet him in person for the first time here, and now he's 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 a goner. Yes. He is bye-bye, bye-bye boy. But my let me let me say my first observation about Snoke is that his red soldiers. Mm -hmm. They're very Alice in Wonderland, Red Queen esque. Have okay. you noticed? No. I bet they, I bet you they borrowed those costumes from, from Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. So I was like, huh. But 
the actual execution of Stoke was pretty epic and I did not see that coming. There's a moment where you're like, okay, like Kylo Ren, he's questioning his whole life, but the way that he like maneuvered the lightsaber to kill him did right. not see that coming. So I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. That was a, a cool scene. So were you, you were surprised when, when Snoke was the one that was killed there? I mean, I didn't think it was, yeah. I mean, yes and no. Right. And the way, yeah. the way he was killed, maybe? Yes, the way he was killed. I thought that was cool. It was yeah. so, like, anticlimactic. And I was like, but also, like, you just didn't see it coming, you know? Yes. Yeah. So. yeah. And in that moment, then, we then get a team up between Ray and Kylo Ren in the throne room battle mm-hmm. scene here, where they take out, they team up, they fight back to back, and they take out all these guards. Uh, I know you're usually more of a fan of the dialogue versus the action, but did you enjoy yes. this action scene here? Yes, because I think this action scene shows how good of partners they could be. Mm-hmm. Like they worked really well together, especially with um, how they took down the last guard. Right. I was like, that's cool. Like, I was like, that's some good choreography. When she like, throws the lightsaber and then he catches it and stabs it. Yeah. 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 He just turns it on. It's just a hole through the guy's helmet. I was like, okay. Like <laughs> this, I, I felt like the choreography and all of the kind of fight scenes were bumped up a bit in this movie. So I found myself more interested in them than I normally do. Right. Um, but I, I think that that scene is so significant because they it shows how good they could be Mm -hmm. and then did you think that they were going to sort of join up from that point on and were surprised when they did not yes i thought that i thought after you know ben killed snoke that he was like all for changing his life around and you know i don't know you could see the emotion in him trying to get ray to join him right so again that kind of raises questions of like were they kind of in love like were they falling for each other and then that was the final straw when she said no right so i don't know i, th- I think it was a pretty epic moment but i'm i'm glad you know ray chose as she did do you think they would team up again or do you think they are hmm. end game rivals right now how i see it is every movie every storyline needs a villain and right now kylo runs that villain and mm-hmm. so I can't see him teaming up with Ray unless Ray moves to the dark side. Okay. But I don't think that's going to happen. Do you think they could introduce another villain? A bigger villain that they team up against? Now we're talking. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But I don't think at this point, I don't think Kylo Ren is going to come back from the dark. I okay. had hope. And so yeah. I, I, I was like, okay, I think we're going to kind of know for sure obviously this is like the last movie in the so (laughs) (laughs) yeah hopefully we better know (laughs) yeah Yeah. i don't think there's hope moving forward for him now we get this other interesting conversation here right before they they destroy the lightsaber and they fight against each other where kylo sort of reveals to ray about her parents and yep. uh he says you knew you knew all along they, they were nobodies they were nothing they're filthy junk traders and mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you think of that reveal do you believe it do you think that that makes sense or what right it does make sense but i don't believe it <laughs> okay i i don't know i i still hold on to the suspicion that they're brother sister <laughs> like i don't it's so i don't know i I'm not like it, it does make sense because uh, like they don't appear in the movie they don't seem to be a big part other than it bothers her so much mm-hmm. 
Um, so could it be true? Probably, but I still feel like I have, I have unresolved questions when it comes to her parents. Like, I feel like there could be another layer there that we're not aware of. And I, right. I'm, I'm sure Kylo Ren could lie that easily. So mm-hmm. do I trust him? No. Right. So who knows about Ray's backstory for sure, right? Yeah, I think you yeah. have a general idea, but it's hard to trust Kylo. But then yeah. there's also Kylo and Luke's backstory. And we get sort of three mm-hmm. versions of the same story where Luke first talks about how uh, yeah, young Ben Solo turned on him. And then yeah. ben, and then Kylo talks about how Noah, uh, he woke up and uh, evil Luke was standing over him. And then we find out the truth is somewhere in the middle where where Luke sort of saw the darkness within him for a moment, turned, thought maybe I should end this and then realized, no, this is not the right way, but got caught in the act. And that is sort of how we see the yeah. downfall of Ben Solo. What did you think of those sort of flashbacks? I was, I, w- I kind of like was waiting the whole time for them to tell us what had happened because Kylo Ren like mentions it to, to Ray once or twice before we actually get to see and so the first one we see is Luke wanting to kill Kylo Ren. And I didn't really question it. <laughs> like, I was like, Luke's obviously kind of gone off the beaten track. Like, I, I don't know anymore about him. So they, it makes it believable that maybe he would want to, especially with his, like, I don't know, with his, his I don't know, angst with the dark side. So... Mm-hmm. I was relieved to find out that it was just a moment, a moment where he was like, I I could destroy something dark, um, but it wasn't what he was going to actually do. But man, this is where communication really, really makes a difference, isn't it? They should have sat down and had a conversation. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Do you think that was within within Luke uh, of what you know about Luke for him to have that sort of uh, brief moment of instinct uh, where he thought he should do that? Or do you think that was sort of surprising thing for Luke to do I think it was surprising I think he was kind of surprised by it by himself too okay um I think this is where like lines of light and good get twisted right it's like Mm -hmm. what's the good thing in that moment to prevent someone from becoming evil like there's a you know I don't know I think I think it kind of shows that even in good there's a little bit of darkness like it's I don't know lines are a little blurred so right and now when so luke in the in the end he 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 fails ben he fails him and and he is sort of thrown off by the failure that he has and he thinks okay like i fell with ben i fell with ray i'm going to burn down this this uh jedi temple here but then he gets a meeting by the force ghost yoda were you happy to see and surprised happy or surprised to see the force ghost yoda yeah, I think while I was watching, I was watching with my headphones in, Luke, my husband's in another room, and I was like, Yoda, <laughs> Luke's like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was excited. I honestly didn't think we'd see him again, so it was a good surprise, and he's kind of like, he's a hard character to read, like the fact that he's the one that ends up burning down like the temple like I I get it like he had a lesson in mind but I'm like that's how many years of history like that's a national treasure for the galaxy and he just like laughs and strikes it with lightning and burns it down I was like okay he's unpredictable right they had this they had the sacred Jedi texts yeah yeah right and he just was like ha 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 
oh, Luke, I miss you. But obviously in his funny, funny way of saying things. What, what did you think of his lesson where he said, he says, so you pass on, you pass on to your, um, your student, you pass on your strength, your, your greatness, but also weakness and failure. Yes, failure, most of all. What did you th- yeah. think of that sort of lesson? Honestly, I didn't dissect it too much, but I was okay. like, that's kind of hit to the gut. Like, yeah. he's kind of like, Luke's already down on himself and Yoda's like, yeah, you failed. Right. <laughs> kind of sucks well, i think that talks about some of the big stuff i mean we'll get to the battle of the crate in a moment but we that talks sure. to some of the big stuff of ray and kylo and luke and yoda and all that mm-hmm. snoke we get a lot of that now there was a few different sort of side stories that happen here um i mean they're all sort of within there but they're just to me as far as i i, I love the ray and luke story and then the other yeah. one they're, they're, to me they're secondary but they kind of all go on together and we get the story with finn where finn he him and Rose, we mm-hmm. meet Rose. What did you have any thoughts on Rose Tico? I like her. She's kind of like the underdog. And I thought she was a great addition as a new character. Um, like she obviously feels this great sense of loyalty to, yeah, to the rebellion, right? And right. so they they make a good a good pairing. I liked their their like trip they took and their adventure they had together. Mm-hmm. Obviously um sad at the end does she survive she does survive yeah okay 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 i was like wait <laughs> yeah so yeah. let's talk about can- canto bite that's that casino sort of yeah planet. i'm not sure if it's a casino planet but a planet with the casino and they have these fathiers these sort of you know i don't know horse-like so giant horse-like things like um, horse llamas like if you put a, a, a dinosaur and a horse and a llama together Perfect. There you go. That's there what you it go. Is. And uh, BB-8's there as well. Yep. There's this whole casino. What did you think of this casino world? The sort of chase scene on the Fathiers, and yeah. what do you think of this whole? And then we meet DJ as well, the like the code breaker. Yeah, I thought it was cool because I feel like most social dynamics we've seen in the Star Wars world are in like those grungy pubs, like with all of the people who like do kind of black market trading and steel and whatever so this was kind of our first dive into this idea of privilege in the star world's star war star wars world Mm -hmm. and so it was a it was a new dynamic and and i liked it it was it was even more interesting because of roses we get a little bit of roses backstory um and they tie in like even the kids that are on that planet kind of slaving away Right. I'm um, into it more. And so right. there's just like a, a lot to take out of that, that scene. Like it shows a lot about, yeah, this, like this poverty versus privilege. Mm-hmm. The sort anyway, of deeper cool. conversation that happened there. You enjoyed that part. It was, yeah, it was interesting for sure. I, I did. I did. What about it. their getaway? The sort of where, yeah. <laughs> where Rose and Finn are riding away on that animal I loved the, it. llama horse dinosaur you love that yeah i thought it was so good great great <laughs> so they i mean bb8's there too bb8's mm-hmm. in this movie doing his does, thing there's a lot of fun things in this movie yeah i love that that drunk and like that drunk character thought mm-hmm. that um he was yes. like a coin a coin yes. slot machine and i was like this is amazing <laughs> right did you know that, that you mean that little guy right that's putting the coins yeah that in, little right? guy did you know that yeah. that character actually i think this is right I could be wrong. I think that the character was voiced by Mark Hamill as well, Luke Skywalker, I think. But Oh, really? But I, I could be wrong. Oh, that's funny. It might have been a different one. There's there's definitely one alien where Mark Hamill voices for like a little little one just as oh, a fun little so nod. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. 
cool. Yeah. Um, That's good. So they do get away. They meet DJ, this this guy here, this mm-hmm. code breaker. Did you did you <laughs> did you enjoy him, Benicio del Toro? Yeah. Yeah, I actually thought his stutter was so endearing. It for some reason just made him less intimidating and more okay. like, I don't know, relatable for some reason. Right. But he's a little snaky snake, that guy. Yes. Yeah, so he sort of he sort of talks a bit about how like there's, you know, what is good versus evil, right? And so he's yeah. sort of looking up for himself and he sees, you know, because Finn has this whole journey where he talks about, you know, at least, you know, at least it's good guys versus the bad guys sort of thing. And, yeah. and he's sort of like, well, who is good guys? Who is bad guys? So I thought that was yeah. interesting conversation. But they eventually they get onto this to Snoke ship here and their plan is to sort of get rid of this uh, light speed tracker. But it doesn't work. That doesn't work. Yeah. Ultimately, their plan to go to Canto Bay to then go to the ship fails. Do you think that that what is what, is, what did you think about that, that their plan ultimately did not work? I thought it made the movie so interesting because once Poe suggested it, you, there's so many layers. Like you think, oh, Poe's in the right. This other commander is like kind of sabotaging everything. We find out that that commander was making the right choices, just didn't want to be seen as like this hero or whatever. And then I was like, this is how they they save the the rebels, but it wasn't. And so it was like just constantly a surprise none of it was predictable where I feel like in past Star Wars movies, it's like they have one plan, it works, it comes through. And so that's why I I just like think I was constantly like sucked in and kept on this ride throughout the movie. And it just felt more realistic too. Like I have complained in the past (laughs) that is like victory for the rebels has been so easy and it just didn't make sense to me. So to see them actually fail I, it just added to their story. I thought it was good. So yeah, I great, thought it was great. great. Yeah. And they do, there's a moment where they're almost going to be executed, but they, yes. they escape that. And Finn ends up fighting uh, Captain Phasma. We never talked about Captain Phasma last movie and, and no. you know, she's come and gone in this movie. Did you like Captain Phasma and her shiny armor? Yes. Nice armor. Nice armor. Not nice person, but you know, armor can mask that, I guess. <laughs> And then while she's gone and Finn, Finn ended up killing her. And yeah. so, so there you go. Um, the other <laughs> new character we meet is Vice Admiral Holdo. Do you have any thoughts on Vice Admiral Holdo? Do you know who that is, Vice Admiral Holdo? Yes and no. I think I need, I think the, I need you the to The woman with me. the purple hair, I guess. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. yeah. I know who she is. I just forgot her name. You don't remember I was, um, Vice Admiral Holdo? Doesn't not roll the off name. the tip of the tongue? no. But purple hair commander, there you go. Right, that's yeah. that's it. Honestly, this is kind of a funny side thought, but I was shocked by the purple hair. Like I was shocked by that choice. Really? I feel like, yeah, it felt a little Hunger Games-esque, a little like, I don't know. It felt out of place for me in the Star Wars world. Like if it feels very, like a lot of like the people are minimal, like okay. it's very minimalistic. So I was kind of like taken back by that. Right. That's just a, that's just a, issue <laughs> maybe she's a big mace windu fan yeah um, maybe so she what did you did you what do you think of holt though at first i thought she was sabotaging everything okay. i was very skeptical of her mm-hmm. the fact that poe was supposed to be up next for a commander but then he kind of made impulsive decisions um i was like no poe should be in charge but then at the end leia explains it to to him yeah and i was like whoa this this commander what is it holden holdo hold hold holdo yeah is like legit 
like she's a hero and then you see her stay back on the ship to save everyone else and that scene where she does light speed into Mm -hmm. the other ship was such a good scene Mm -hmm. it was surprising haven't seen it done before and it was like a sacrificial act and it just i was like i thought that was genius visually too it's 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 quite a good looking scene right it's so good and the way they do it in slow-mo it's like they almost give the audience a moment to like be like oh <laughs> right <laughs> at least that's what i did <laughs> yeah 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 well poe po and Haldo, they have this sort of fight for leadership the whole way through yeah. um and this sort of po- talks about poe's growth as a leadership as well where at the beginning he he um you know, makes the decision to kill the dreadnought and they lose a lot of people. And then he sort of, so he gets demoted and they trust Holdo instead. And then he, at the end, he really, you know, he sort of regains that leadership. Did you, that sort right. of battle of Poe versus Holdo, you were, you were rooting for Poe. You thought he was more on the right side at the time or. Yeah. At first I was like, I was really sucked into like his enthusiasm for what he was doing. And he for sure thought that he was right. And we've known that character longer than we've known um, Holdo. So see, I got that that time. (laughs) So I was definitely rooting for him, but then as soon as we learned that Holdo did the right thing, my, my perspective on him kind of changed. And I was like, okay, he needs to grow up. Right. Like, yeah, I think it's a classic, it's a a classic cautionary tale of like, I don't know, young leaders who think they know everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was good. Absolutely. So they try and get on these uh, transport ships. Uh, a lot of them do end up dying, but then the light speed move maneuver by Holdo sort of saves them when they get yeah. on to this planet of Crate. We meet the planet Crate where yeah. it's a, it has salt on there. There's a sort of a red <laughs> tinge to this planet. Oh, did you enjoy Crate? <laughs> it looked, it felt familiar. Okay, yeah. I, I, have we seen that no, we mine before? Really? We've not. No, no. Okay. Do you know what I think it reminds me of? It reminds me of. Do you know? I don't. I can't remember which movie it is, but the big camel robots, um, and in the sand. And yeah. last movie we saw an homage to it. Yeah. Well, I think the planet Hoth, the snow planet. Yes. Is that what you mean? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. 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 Okay. yes. <laughs> I think that's the one. Yeah. And so I think that's why they just tried to distinguish it as you know a little bit okay. different, but yeah definitely it definitely reminded me of it and so the that, the whole time we're on that planet i was like i was like come on Kristen, you can remember like you can be a better <laughs> star wars fan than this um but visually that planet's very cool yeah i thought it was like a great choice for this the final part of the movie to unfold in right and so this yeah. is there's this final battle where where kylo and and hux they they come down and they're Kylo's now called himself the supreme leader because the supreme mm-hmm. leader is dead and yes. uh, they have okay let's let's call out for other people where we as the resistance will make one final stand here they get on these speeders they're trying to take down this big um you know I don't know what it is big gun that they're trying to take down <laughs> yeah. and yeah. there's a moment where Finn is just he's set on it everyone's says to retreat you know, he's grown as a leader. He realizes it's a lost cause. We're going to retreat. But Finn, no, he's going straight on. I'm going to go straight into it. I'm going to end this now. Did you think at all that that was, that could have been it for Finn? Yeah. Oh, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like, it's just like that scene is just as intense as Poe is about putting himself into that gun. So, right. so it's definitely believable. I, 
actually did not expect Rose to do what she did. <laughs> Glad that she did. And then we have that whole scene unfold where she basically confesses her love for him, for Finn. And right. now I'm just super confused on who's supposed to end up with who. Oh, anyway. Right. Were you more surprised <laughs> that were you more surprised that Rose saved him or that Rose kissed him? Kissed him. Mm-hmm. Like good for you, girl. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that Finn would end up with Rose? No, I I thought I don't know. This the whole time, the whole, both all the like with Finn, his whole character is obsessed with Ray, mm-hmm. and you know in the reunion it's sweet and like whatever. But then you, I think by the end Finn's a little confused. Right. Like even when Rose is is kissing him, he's like, what, what, like yeah. what's going yeah. on? So. It's kind of open now. I don't really know. Do you think Finn will end up with Ray? Hmm. I don't think so. Do you think Finn would end up with anybody else? Other than Rose or Ray? Yeah. A Porg. What about Poe? <gasps> oh my gosh. Do you think do you see anything there? Yes. That could be good. Interesting. I don't know. That's it. Right. That's it. Okay. So the the Millennium Falcon arrives. It saves the day. Chewbacca is a great pilot. Yeah. Did you did you enjoy the Millennium Falcon coming back? You know you know what the Millennium yeah. Falcon is, right? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Great. One of my favorite scenes is when the Porg reappears and he just swats it out of the way. Yeah. I don't know. That's one of my <laughs> the favorite dynamics in this movie. It's so like non-existent it's barely there but chewy and those porgs are just like yeah, cherry it, on top it, of the cake it has little little screen time but it is it is a big moment from the movie i think it's definitely. so good um, anyway so they, they have this call for help here and no one answers it looks like looks like it's going to be nothing that they're gonna just get killed all did mm-hmm. you expect someone to arrive or people to arrive or did you what did you expect to happen luke ends up arriving but what did you expect to happen yeah, I did expect people to. I expected something to happen to save them. Um, like you I didn't, didn't think, think they just all was... just get killed and the movie would be over. And then no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but they dwindle down like quite substantially. Where you start to question: Are they going to go into hiding? What's going to happen? So I thought, I thought someone would show up. And the fact mm-hmm. that Leia was even like, "Use my personal code." I'm like, okay, there's there like hope is really diminishing. Right. Um, and so. There is that whole, there is this whole like kind of sub theme throughout the movie next to light and dark about hope. And that's really emphasized, I think, in that scene as they're like, how are we going to live? And I was like, that can't be it for Luke. So when Luke showed up, I I was like, okay, here we go. Like he's back. He's back on track. Here comes our boy. Save the day. But seriously thought he was there in person. So that whole through the force thing really shook me. Right. So we'll get to that in a second. Get to that. that in a second. First of yeah, all, I want yeah. to talk about his uh, Luke shows up. He gets he gets a haircut. Did you did you did you they thought he looked better? He cleaned himself you know up. What? He did look better, but I did not notice that he got a haircut. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. just like cleaned them, you know, maybe put some gel in or something. Yeah, he yeah, looked, yeah. He looked good. Um he, he has this <laughs> he has this really sweet moment with with Leia where he sort of he says goodbye to her in some way and yeah. no one's ever lost and that sort of thing. And and I think yeah. the scene is a it's even it's even more impactful knowing it's it was sort of the last scene that that Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher acted together. Right. So I think it makes it even more impactful. The goodbye, he kisses her on the forehead, that sort of thing. Yeah. So just a nice just a nice scene. You know, you yeah, know. it is. It's sweet. Yeah. yeah. I 
in that conversation though I was kind of surprised um Luke was talking about Ben and was like you know I don't know if I'm gonna be able to save him Mm -hmm. he basically says that and Leia felt a little nonchalant about it like she was Mm -hmm. like I've known he's been gone for a while I was like that's your son right Right. (laughs) here's here's your brother being like oh you might you know bye-bye Ben Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that was a little like I was like okay well, they're potentially um, at the they're potentially at the end of their their lives here, right? It seems yeah. like they they've been pushed to the very corner of the world. There's no one that showed up, and that so there's yeah. I think there has to be some acceptance at that point, right? Um, okay, good point. Good know, point. You know, fair uh, enough. So Luke and Kylo they have this this big final showdown here. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think was going to happen? You obviously you didn't think that that Luke would be a, a projection <laughs> that he would no. actually be there. But what did you think was going to happen in this duel? I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to let Kylo kill him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was like, either he feels so guilty that, you know, he says sorry to him. And I was like, I think this is maybe his way of like rectifying the situation, um, which, you know, doesn't make complete sense, but okay. If this is the way Luke wants to do it, whatever. Um, So I definitely thought he was just going to like surrender to him. So that was, that it was a nice surprise then to find out that he wasn't really in you know there in real life at first I thought that maybe he had mastered the force so well that he had literally become immortal and just like no lightsaber can touch him like how confusing and he got all (laughs) those blasts you got all those blasts on him yeah he just brushes his shoulder off yeah it's so like he's kind of passive aggressive and i kind of love it like the toss of the lightsaber in the beginning of the movie the brush of the shoulder like it's and he he kept saying this line to ray and to kylo ren like wow nothing you said was like everything you said was wrong and i was like this guy's kind of snarky he's got some attitude but okay so that that ends up it does end up being the end for luke though that yes that sort of the exhaust sort of the 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 amount of effort i guess it took to project himself and to make it that right causes the end he becomes one with the force there he has that nice look at the sunset of a dual sun which is adjacent to his home of tattooing right oh i didn't know that okay well there you go makes it even better uh it's a goodbye to luke are you are you Mm. sad to see him go Again, surprised. I have constantly been surprised through this movie. You know, he he does this epic thing and then for him to kind of, you know, be, I don't know, absorbed into the force. I don't know what happened. He vanishes. And I didn't see that coming. Like I thought, okay, like he's going to be back and stronger and he's going to join the rebels in their cause. I feel like it was a good ending for him though. Right. Um, you know, he his heart softens through the movie. He shows up. And he does this amazing thing through the force that we haven't seen done before. And then now knowing that that was like his home planet, that dual sun, it I don't know. It was his home planet, but it was like, I think it's like adjacent to that, you know? Right, right. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Just that those little like things that I might not necessarily recognize. I think they all add into a nice, sweet goodbye for him. Right. So and that, and that, for the most part, wraps up the movie until yeah. we get this sort of epilogue scene. We get... Uh, this little boy telling the story of Luke Skywalker yeah. and then he grabs the broom and he looks into the sky and the, the credits roll. Did you have any thoughts on that epilogue scene there? It's a great ending scene that allows for a future story. That's mm-hmm. what I was kind of thinking. And those kids really suck you in. Like through the movie, I was like, okay, I like, I want to know more like that. Right. They leave space to like 
develop a storyline that could be really interesting and maybe we see Rose back and interacting um, with that storyline and her and her history right Mm -hmm. so I thought it was really cool I I think it's cool that like these people before this movie like I knew people were legends like I knew Luke was seen as a legend or whoever um, but this really kind of emphasizes that they really are legends of the galaxy right you know right um that's cool yeah so that's it. Was, was there any, any other main t- parts of the movie that we hadn't touched on yet before we get to the Instagram questions that you wanted to, to, to touch on? Okay, yeah. This movie is called The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Which one is The Last Jedi? <laughs> I, I honestly was like, at different right. points in the movie, I'm like, oh, it's Luke Skywalker. He mm-hmm. says it himself. I'm The Last yeah. Jedi. Like, yeah. I'm going to die The Last Jedi. And then he mm-hmm. starts to kind of train Rey, but she doesn't right. really get trained. And so I'm like, mm-hmm is Rey the last Jedi? And I was like, not if she goes to the dark, but then she goes to the light. At a moment, I was like, is Ben the last Jedi if she if he comes back to the light? Right. Like, so I think now it's Rey, but I wanted to hear what you think. Yeah, Who's well, the last I, Jedi? I believe Luke ha- has taken the title of the last Jedi. Okay. That, 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 I think that was something that was phrased in even Return of the Jedi is that I think it was Yoda or Ben, one of them, Obi-Wan that said, um, you know, you are the last of the Jedi in some way. Right. But, but then again, but at the end, by the end of the movie, he basically says, I will not be the last Jedi. So he's okay, okay. sort of passing on that. I think that's the. I think you're right. Maybe I missed that. Yeah. I was so wrapped up. I was like, I. <laughs> that's fair. Anyway. That's fair. There was yeah. a lot of speculation on that too. Je- yeah. Jedi as well could be considered plural too, which is always funny. Funny right. thing there. So, uh, mm-hmm. okay, let's uh, let's rapid fire through some of these Instagram questions okay. here. Uh, Nicole says, uh, "Kylo Ren topless with high waisted pants, hot or not?" <laughs> not. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jordan says, "Wouldn't it have been less chaotic if Holdo would have just told Poe the plan from the start?" Yes, a hundred percent didn't make sense, but I don't think she necessarily trusted him. Uh, yeah, okay, I see. I see. Uh, yeah. Jordan says, "Would you rather live in Canto Bight or Naboo?" Canto Bight is the casino planet. Naboo is where uh, Padme is from. Oh, Naboo. Yeah, probably. Easy. Uh, uh, you asked, "Is it any good?" I think yes is your answer. <laughs> yes. Uh, Julian says, uh, "Poe versus Finn." Now that there's more Poe, do you ever thought Poe versus Finn? Oh, you... great question. Um. Oh, that's hard. Finn is like one of those characters that is just I, I feel is super lovable. Poe puts up more of a fight and is a little more like I don't know, kind of I don't know, flip flops for me. So I think still Finn, but really, really love getting to know Poe more. But yeah, right. Uh, why do you think Jillian asks again? Also, why do you think that Kylo couldn't go with Ray after their awesome you know fight with Snow against Snoke and the guards? Is he really power hungry, or did you think he's gone too far to turn back? Like, mm. why didn't he go with Ray? It's a really good question too. Uh, I feel like, you know, he kills his own father. He brings all this destruction. Like, how do you deal with that guilt? Like, how do you just turn to the light? I feel like that's even more um, persuasive. That guilt is more persuasive than the power, I would say, to like stay hidden in that dark and just continue forward as an evil, evil man. So that's why I think. Uh, Andrew asks, uh, did any particular moments give you goosebumps? Yeah, uh, definitely that scene where Ray understands the force for the first time. I thought it was mm. one of the most incredible scenes. And we we talked about both that stand out to me the most would be also that um, when Holdo 
does a light speed into the other yes. ship. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's yeah. There's probably more, but those two stand out. A couple more from Jordan here. He says, "Why do you think Ray's filthy junk trader parents left her? Why do you think her her parents left her?" Well, if Kylo Ren is telling the truth, it's because they want they needed money, right? So they okay. sold her. They sold her. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Anakin. Uh, yeah. Would you would you rather have a cool glass of green milk? Or a barbecue pork. Did you, what do you think of that milk that Luke drank? Do you remember when okay. he got the udders and milked that alien and then drank Yes. It? In my notes, I said, um, this island Luke is on is incredible, but could have done without the milking scene. <laughs> I just thought it was a little much. So, but I don't think I could ever harm a pork. Right. I mean, it's so already I'll barbecued take, though. So. No. <laughs> I'll take the milk. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, and the last one here, Martin here says, many people, uh, sorry, he says, what would you rate The Last Jedi on a scale of one to 10? So you don't have to answer that quite yet, but we're going to get into our rankings here and then you yeah. kind of answer it in pseudo here where we have our rankings where last week, you, or last uh, episode, you put The Force Awakens at your number one, Attack of the Clones number two, Revenge mm-hmm. of the Sith three, The Phantom Menace four, Return of the Jedi 5, Empire Strikes Back 6, and A New Hope 7. And so I think I have an idea, but Kristen, <laughs> where are you going to put uh, Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi? Yeah, there's no hesitation. It's definitely the best movie. It's so good. Um, I wish great. I wish I got to see this movie in theaters. It's that kind of movie mm-hmm. that would just be 10 times more epic in a theater full of people who love the star wars movies who have like waited for it to come out and just to like experience that with other people i've never felt that way about a movie before okay yeah so i don't wow. know it says something i think it was really well done mm-hmm. i'm very well, impressed they did announce a whole bunch of new uh, star wars movies so i i do think that next time a star wars movie comes out the we gotta we gotta go we gotta go open i was night. just thinking that you i know? was just thinking that i'm in i yeah. i so they if are movie theaters open up again you know full i know on. that's the thing i'll rent you know what if they're not i'll rent a movie <laughs> screen we'll we'll somehow find access to it we'll social distance yeah. we'll watch it <laughs> they aren't gonna do like they haven't announced anything like episode 10 or anything like that but they've announced right. some some side thing you know news stories they want to tell okay so. okay um last bit hmm. of thing here oh we didn't do favorite character least favorite character do you have a favorite character least and least favorite character oh uh, I I love Ray, mm-hmm. like power to Ray favorite. Least favorite. Um, I don't know Snoke. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, same, I, I think know. it's the same as last movie. You had Ray and Snoke. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right, I so mean, we, it's kind of typical. I don't know. So the last thing I want to ask you is, we're heading into the final movie here. Do you have an idea? Do you do you catch what the la- the title of the last movie is or no? No. I always wonder, like you know, on the Disney Plus screen, like you can see them all. So oh, I always no. wonder if you can see that or not. But you guess I always don't. just I look up it by title. So it's oh, the only okay. one that pops up. Okay, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah, okay, thanks. well, this last one is called uh, Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Sky. Wait, what? Huh. Okay. All right. And it's the end of the Skywalker saga, is what they call it. This is the end of it all. Okay, crazy. To be honest. I, I kind of lost track and thought this was the last movie. So I'm excited there's another. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we've been doing this for a long time. I'm kind of lost. Are you lost up track. for watching one more or no? Of course, after this movie. Okay. Like okay. I was like, wow, what a good way to like end off with a bang. Okay. Wow. That, that's well, the biggest shocker maybe makes, of it all. Yeah, maybe this makes some of my comments a little more clear now. But I'm pumped. 
what a great what a great surprise okay oh man talk about the twists and turns this is this is the biggest of them all do you want to know what probably throws me off i know there's three in the original three in the prequel three now in this trilogy Mm -hmm. but i don't know what any of those roman numbers mean so it's not like i read the title and i'm like oh i'm on the seventh one right uh okay so the last one rise of skywalker here Okay. Do you have one or two predictions of what you think is going to happen to end it off the story? Well, well, now, yeah, <laughs> I guess, I guess I have hopes for the rebellion. There's a little telltale, t- telltales through the movie mm-hmm. that they're going to kind of go reassess. Um, hope has been sparked again, and there's a really good line by someone about how I think it's probably Poe, mm-hmm. and he's like, so. "We're going to spark the fire for the rebellion or whatever." Right. Yeah. I think obviously there's going to be new interactions between Ray and Kylo Ren, some pretty epic ones, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if they're like that telepathic connection continues now that Snoke is killed. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about that. I'm curious about the, um, the children that get introduced and learning more of um, some of our new characters. History, like Rose. And I'm just so curious, like, okay, uh, I'm kind of behind Finn and Poe. So I'm I'm now so curious where some of these relationships are going to go, what hey. we're going to see happen. Yeah. So I'm pumped. Man, I've never, this is so exciting. I'm so excited there's another. That's great. You turned into a real <laughs> Star Wars fan. This, uh, I honestly can't express how much I love this. Do you think movie. anyone anyone dies in this final final movie here? I mean, probably. Mm-hmm. Like Who? who? <laughs> Okay, good question. Leia, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. I don't know. It would it be a Star Wars movie without a little, a little, you know, destruction, a little bit of mm-hmm. death? Yeah, probably not. I guess we'll see. Maybe Poe or Finn. Okay, that yeah. could that could be interesting. Yeah. Oh. I guess we'll see. All right. Well, there you have it. That's The Last Jedi, the podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening again. You can always follow us on our Instagram at NeverSeenSW. You can let us know that you listen, tell your friends, give us good positive reviews on Apple Podcasts. And well, I guess you can give us your honest reviews, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you made it this far, you probably have at least some positive things to say. Yeah, hopefully. don't hurt, don't hurt my feelings in the comments. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you, Kristen. Mm-hmm. And may the force be with you. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.